0: Everybody, welcome to Read This, Read That. I am Jackie Reed in the studio alone.
1: I am Joy Ann Reed coming to you live from DC. Well, maybe not live, but I'm but in DC. from DC.
0: So you're calling in. Where? Why are you in DC?
1: So um, you're not supposed to be traveling. Down. I'm not traveling. Well, you know, I came down to get some rest. As I as I've mentioned before, uh, my apartment in New York City is a little loud. Yeah. Uh, and I came down both to get some rest uh, at our place. Uh, our main place in Maryland, and also because I am hosting my show, A.M. Joy, from here all weekend because da-da-da-da-da, impeachment has begun. <laughs> so exciting. Right. We're doing an all-impeachment theater all weekend.
0: <laughs> theater, did here, you say?
1: All-impeachment theater. Oh, my <laughs>
0: God.
1: Yeah, it's going to be great. I, I mean, it's so far the hearings have been really good. But, yeah, so we're covering the show from here. Uh, the main weekend shows are all down here this weekend, so that's why I'm here.
0: Well, I have to ask you, Joanne, because, you know, I am a skeptic when it comes to this president ever being impeached. And sure. so I, it's just noise to me, these hearings and everything. So I'm just like, OK, what for those of us who want to see him out of office, want to see him impeached, what nuggets from these hearings thus far do we have to hold on to? Because I I'm not hearing anything that really is going that there's nothing that really made me say, oh, wow, this could really happen. Really? Well, no. So the
1: thing that I heard that I think was the big wow in the first set of hearings, um, which were Mr. Kent uh, and the guy he used uh, to work for, the ambassador, the former imba- – who was actually the ambassador, the acting ambassador um, to uh, to – I guess he wasn't to the to the, to the the entire European Union. He was working under him. But he was the guy – these were two of the people who were sort of in the middle um, of trying to get these irregular forces like Rudy Giuliani to stop interfering in our policy toward Ukraine. So the acting ambassador to Ukraine, I should say, and uh, one of the guys who was working for him testified for the first day. What I got out of it that I thought was kind of blockbuster was that there was a phone call between the guy who was the ambassador to the European Union and Donald Trump himself in which um, a staffer to the ambassador heard Donald Trump say that he didn't care about any of the issues around Ukraine. All he cared about was the investigations of Burisma, this company, um, and Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. That's all he cared about. That means that all of the stuff that you're hearing about what Donald Trump did, it wasn't just his underlings doing it. It was him the buck really does stop at him. That puts him right in the middle, really at the top of the conspiracy. So I think we already know he did it. He did try to um, basically force a foreign country um, kind of bribe and extort them to try to help him get reelected, which is illegal. Um, So it's bribery, it's extortion, it's abuse of his office. That happened. So he is going to be impeached. I think that's Going to happen. It's whether or not he's going to be removed. Now, I personally don't think he'll be removed, but I think it's still worth it. I think it's still worth impeaching him to send a message to the next president. But you can't just do this and get away with it. There will be. But some how kind is of he going
0: to be impeached one. when the votes in the Senate aren't going to happen? These they don't well, have see, the that's votes the the in thing. the Senate.
1: Well, so the thing is, is that people have to make sure that you separate the term impeachment from removal. Mm. Impeachment is just like an indictment. It's like if you rob a bank, the first thing that happens is a grand jury indicts you. Then you go to trial and you're either convicted or acquitted of robbing the bank. The impeachment is just the indictment. It's like a grand jury trial where then you get indicted. That's all impeachment is. So it's kind of like what happened
0: to President Clinton.
1: Exactly. He was impeached, but he wasn't removed. So that's what I think people need to understand. The previous three presidents who've been impeached, none of them were removed. Andrew Johnson, I want to say it was in 1877, was impeached, but he survived the vote in the Senate by one vote, and he was not removed. Richard Nixon, um, before he could get to the trial in the Senate, resigned before the trial ever began. And Bill Clinton survived impeachment in the Senate uh, I can't remember by how many votes, but he also survived. So, thus far in American history, no president's actually been removed. Well, okay. So impeachment doesn't mean removal.
0: Well, then why do we care if he's not going to be removed? Why do we care if he's impeached or not for history because
1: books? Because it's partly for history books. It's partly a, it's a big sanction. It's the biggest sanction on a president. It's humiliating. I mean, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. But the next president who tries these shenanigans might. I mean, the reality is no president wants to be impeached. It's, it's, a, it's a big black mark I get that. Um, on your presidency, right? And no president wants it. That's why he's freaking out. If he didn't care, Cousin Jackie, he wouldn't be losing it. He's losing it over this because he does care, because it is humiliating. And it does put a mark on his record. And you never know how that vote's going to go. Maybe they'll do a secret ballot and they'll vote him out. He doesn't know. So, And the other issue is that Andrew Johnson... Um, the only president um, who was impeached and was facing re-election chose not to even run for re-election. So it's not clear that impeachment and the, and the trial itself and what comes out in the trial wouldn't make sure that he lose, that people would see it and go, oh, my God, he's a criminal and not vote for him.
0: Yeah, I don't know. You know, remember that movie, uh, Miss Sloan? Do you ever see that? You probably didn't because there was nothing sci-fi no. about it.
1: There were, should, there were no
0: Walking Dead in it. Uh, Jessica Chastain was the star of it, and it was about. She was, uh, I don't know uh, if she was a lawyer or. Um, I, I'm not, or she. I'm not sure what she. But she worked on Washington, right? I think she was a lawyer, but there was this. There was like this moment where she was testifying before a congressional committee, and it was just like one of those things where everybody stopped talking when you know when there was this big reveal, and reporters were like, you know, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for this moment where it was like, oh, we have to, you know, uh, suspend this hearing for now. We have to take a break. The person testifying has rights. I mean, it's like I'm waiting for a big moment based on what I've seen in the movies. But that,
1: that's the problem, I think, is, too, is that Americans are so used to, you know, seeing these kinds of hearings play out on TV. Right. that Everyone's looking for that blockbuster sort of entertainment moment. Yes. Um that would convince everyone because it's so dramatic, it's not clear that's going to happen. It's not clear it won't happen. It might happen. You never know. But, yeah, as a TV matter, you want that moment, like, you know, in the the, the McCarthy hearings where the guy says, in the end, sir, have you no decency? Or, you know, inside of the the Watergate hearings when uh, John Dean says, what did the president know and when did he know it? Like that moment is what people are waiting for. But we won't know what that moment is until it happens. And even if it doesn't happen, honestly, Donald Trump is guilty of of what they accused him of. And if you think about it, what he would be impeached for is far worse than what any of the previous presidents were impeached for. Andrew Johnson was impeached for violating um, a a law that says you couldn't fire uh, any cabinet members without congressional approval. He fired the secretary of war. He got impeached. Okay, that's bad, I guess. Andrew Johnson was a terrible man, and racist, and a horrible person. So good, he got impeached. Nixon. I just need a little um, more something.
0: I just need a little more. Like, if you're going to interrupt my daytime television, <laughs> um, I need a little bit more. I need a little bit more drama. I need something. Yeah, you said you're going to interrupt my <laughs> interrupt my <stories>. Yes. <laughs> you know, if I can't watch Judge Judy. What are we What are we
1: doing? <laughs> Maybe Judge Juden should be in charge of the impeachment hearings, and they would be salty.
0: Maybe her production team should be, you know, in charge of the pool camera. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what you need for the impeachment hearings? We need, like, a person on the side. Yes. That, like, provided, like, like, the Bonnet Chronicles lady should get on the side, and the yes. Bonnet Chronicles lady should be just like telling us what's happening in the hearings and like talking along to it and people would probably enjoy it more
0: <laughs> or they need someone signing like uh, with Bloomberg or who was the person that were their uh, person that was signing for them went viral because oh, that's
1: Bloomberg. Isn't a yeah, Bloomberg, Bloomberg language person? Would yes. be fabulous. Yeah,
0: that would be. Get somebody in there
1: to, cake, you know, cake it up a little bit.
0: Yes, come on, a DJ, something. <laughs> a DJ. I'm just there like, and I guess maybe that's why I'm missing it because I'm not really tuned in. I'm not. I'm not catching any big moments.
1: Oh my god, I, I, I can't stop watching it. I find it fascinating. So I think this is really riveting justice, to you.
0: I would think this riveting. would help you sleep.
1: Ah, you're so funny. No, it doesn't help me sleep I think it's interesting. I'm actually up thinking about it. And you know what? By the way, I have to tell you, I've had uh, two
0: nights in a row of excellent sleep. Yes, I love this. You told me the other night that you got, what, like six hours, right? I got six hours. And again, last night, I got another six hours. I'm still trying to work it up to eight. But
1: I have finally figured out the secret to going to sleep. It's getting out of New York.
0: Well, here's the thing that I want to say to you because you talked about the noise in New York City, which is... You know, it's so funny you say that because I can't sleep if it's too quiet. I like like a little street really? noise or like, yeah, a, I have to have like some kind of I, I sleep with the TV on and I have to turn right. it down just so slightly where it's not off, but it's not too loud that it could wake me up. But I have to have noise. I can't sleep in silence. But for you, you had silence because you were in the country. I'm in the country. <laughs> You're in the country. But why I mean, don't was, you just get noise canceling um, headphones or something while you're in the in the city?
1: Well, what I normally do is um, I put on my headphones, and they're the you know they're the, they're the the beats that go in your ears. So they're really you know it, the sound is really loud in my ear, and I play off of this app called Calm. I have that. And you can pick some You have Calm, right? So I'll do yeah. either like the noise of the ocean, um, you know, waves lapping up at the beach, or I'll play like rain rain really helps me sleep it's like the sound of rain i do or people in the like cafe that.
0: talking that's the one that i do oh really see
1: that would keep me up because i'd be trying to listen to what they say <laughs> <It's>,
0: <laughs> if they're not saying anything but so you found your right combination because with calm you can do you know like rain you can do wind yeah. and you can do thunder exactly
1: and it works and it actually helps me sleep
0: but so in I'm new york that doesn't work No, because
1: in New York, what I have is the sound of rain, thunder, and the guy across the street playing his stupid music, (laughs) like I want to be in his club and playing the music until 4 or 5 in the morning. And the two or three people outside my apartment, some old man that's always yelling at another old man, and then the two of them are yelling at some lady, and then they run up and down the street screaming at each other. And they do that all night while in the background all I hear is all damn night, and it's louder than the sound of rain. And it's louder than the sound of waves. Oh, and so, no, I can't sleep.
0: Well, you're going to have to find something. Maybe we should soundproof your walls. We can do that. Something
1: well. has happened. I'm in an old pre-war building, and oh. all the noise comes right through. It's very, very loud. And, you know, I don't want to call 911 because I'm afraid of the police. I yeah, don't you want can't call 911
0: on your neighbors. You can't you do can. that. You can't.
1: You can't do it. I'm too scared of the police, so I don't do that. So I just pretty much just live with it. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad that you're getting sleep because you're going to be very well rested for your impeachment theater this weekend. Um, I do have to say that everybody has been talking about on our social media about this hugging a chicken thing. And last week's episode where you lost it. I posted the video for you and I also sent you a video on social media of this. Chicken sleeping on its owner's chest and snoring. Oh
1: no! Don't even start. I sent it, it to you. Animal. I know you
0: kind of tried to ignore it, but go check your social. I sent it to you. Oh, and okay. Well, yes. Yeah. I sent it, on. I think I sent it on Twitter, but you'll enjoy that. It's a little. Um, it's a little rooster actually that's sleeping on its owner's chest, and it's so sleeping so peacefully that it's snoring ever so slightly.
1: Uh, wait a minute. Hold on
0: a second. <laughs> you saying the chicken is snoring? Yes. And the owner was like, Y'all didn't believe me when I said that my rooster, whatever his name is Henry or whatever, snored, but here and she's holding her phone up and he's sleeping and snoring. That's and exciting. I also sent you the rooster that runs to the bus stop to meet um this girl <laughs> when she comes home from school every day. No. Yeah. No. He knows to go and meet her. He know when the bus is coming, he sees the bus, he no. walks out to the bus stop, meets her, and then walks back with her.
1: No, yeah, I
0: sent it to you.
1: No, he doesn't. Yes, I he does. With these chickens.
0: Yes, you, you know what? You should put a chicken on a leash and just walking around like a pet. Listen, I'm sure it happens in New York City. Anything can on... happen.
1: <laughs> That's insanity. I, I cannot. Well, you, listen. Let's wind down with you. Other than hugging chickens and then running to meet you at the bus stop, what's going on in your life?
0: <laughs> well, I tell you, I did something really exciting this week. You know, I've been. It Of course, it's about veganism. Um, I did a shoot in Brooklyn. I found I just I've discovered the headline is I've discovered more great vegan restaurants.
2: Okay. So
0: I went to Brooklyn this week with a film crew and I did a story with the Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams. And he mm-hmm. took me to because he's vegan. He's a big time vegan. And he took me. In fact, let me just say for those uh, who may not know who he is. He's a former, he's a retired police officer who had such extreme diabetes, Joanne, he lost sight in one eye and was losing it in another eye. Um, He was, of course, dealing with some weight issues and he had some tingling in his fingers and toes. And the doctor told him that he was close to having to have some amputations. Wow. He went vegan and reversed it all. Wow. Reversed it all. He has his sight back, everything, and you should see him now. He he looks great. He's he's in the, he's a picture of health. Really, he is. Okay. So he took me around to some of his favorite vegan restaurants. We went to one of our okay. favorite places, uh, Bad Gal Vegan, with the Vegan Oxtails yes. and the Scrimps, and um, so she cooked up some great food for some vegan shrimp. <laughs> and then we went to a place called Greedy Vegan, um, where the owner was raised uh, vegan because her um, Family was Rastafarian, so she's always she was. You know, we talk about how, uh, you know, whether or not children, babies can be vegan. She was been vegan all her life, and the food was amazing in Bed Stuy, Brooklyn. Great, cute restaurant. Um, she does vegan fish and grits and all that kind of stuff. Then I went to this place called Riverdale, which is a vegan cheese shop. Uh, And the food was amazing. So they're coming on our set in a couple of weeks, and they're bringing all this food, and I'm going to deliver some to your office because you were so impressed with um, Bad Gal Vegan, right? You love the vegan oxtails and the rice and peas and the cabbage and the scrimps. So more vegan food coming your way because come January, I'm going (laughs) to let you slide for November, but come January, which is Veganuary, You are going to go vegan for the month, just the month. But you you call it Veganuary? It's what called Veganuary. Call it? Yeah, it's, it's not Veganuary. what I call it. That's what it's called. It's called that's Veganuary. What it's called. It's okay, that's thing. what it's called. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing in the it's in the UK. Thing. Actually, well,
1: good. I, I appreciate you letting me off the hook for November for November because, because of the
0: because of the doctor Thanksgiving. And yeah,
1: and because oh, because the doctor right and yeah. right and Thanksgiving. So uh, I did go to the store today. So you will be very happy here. And I went. And I found a whole bunch of things um, like plant-based substitutions for stuff that I like. So I found this um, these breakfast sausages that are made from I think some sort of gluten-type wheat and apples and something like that. So I'm going to try them tomorrow. Okay. Um, I went off our little list of things that uh, suggested stuff to buy, and I, I bought them. Oh. Um, and I'm going to try them tomorrow. Well, now I'm not going. Like I said I am not going vegan this month. I did not having this month. But I will, I will try in uh, selected items just for you. Just thank for you, cousin. thank you,
0: cousin. Yeah,
1: yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be supportive. I'm gonna try different things. I'm gonna work them into my diet. And like I said, I don't eat meat really anymore. Anyway, I just eat fish. Uh, but oh, we, we won't talk about that right now because no. you've heard probably tell me that they can also hug and they can also love. And then I'm gonna they can a love.
0: I'll <laughs> send you video of this man who goes diving every day, and this big fish come in, comes and meets him every day.
1: Where are you getting these videos? I um, need to know it, what it, kind of YouTube you I, are watching. Were you? Watching. <laughs>
0: well, if you go to the I'm Dodo, D O D O is know. one of my favorite websites, which has all these lovely animal videos, animal rescue. What is, what is the video? What is it? It's the Dodo, D O D O, like the bird. The Dodo. Yeah, it's called the I, Dodo. They have a great Facebook page and Instagram page, and if you go on there you will see all types of animals. Um, they'll, they'll, they do animal rescues, chicken? and but they show loving animal videos all the time. How, and that's where I saw you, this fish. Okay. This okay. fish, they had a dolphin that, no, or was it, it was it might have been a shark that comes and meets this guy Not because it saved, it took a hook out of him. And it was very grateful. So when a guy, guy you comes do back.
1: Under, you do understand that the reason the shark is coming to him is he's, Testing him out for working. No, what he's he's, he
0: with. he swims with him. No, he does not. He has not eaten him he's after all these times. Up. He is not. He's
1: just See? waiting for his chance. No,
0: chest. no. <laughs> he
2: Don't is not.
0: Not true. <laughs> not true. More videos to come. So we have a very special guest in the studio and we are gonna talk to her when we come right back. You know, Joanne, I love smelling fresh and clean. Yes. But I want a deodorant that's not going to put a lot of chemicals into my body that I do not want. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I love
2: Native. I know. You love Native because you're vegan, so you like everything to be clean and fresh going into your body. And and, cruelty-free. And cruelty-free. And these are wonderful products. They're made without aluminum, parabens, sulfates, uh, something called Phthalates try coastland I can't towel, even pronounce things it, so. you can and that's the point you don't want to put things on or in your body that you cannot pronounce this doesn't have it but yet it still works and keeps you dry that's it very does. key
0: and it has ingredients found in nature such as coconut oil shea butter we know that's good right yeah starch with uh, which absorbs wetness so it keeps you dry a lot of folks will hear about natural ingredients uh, or natural deodorants and say they don't work they're not strong enough native is strong enough and then some. I he went to, to the, the Shea Butterman.
2: Yeah, what? Girl. if they went to the Shea Butterman, then we know we love them. So yes, you know what you're putting in. You can actually pronounce what's in it. It's a deodorant that you can use and feel good about. Feel good about what's going in your body. Aluminum, by the way, if you're still sticking with that old-fashioned deodorant mm. has been linked to serious health ramifications including breast cancer, Alzheimer's, so, you get the same kind of dryness, you get the strength. same kind of effectiveness, and yes. the same kind of strength, but it's actually safe. Yes.
0: And if you don't want to believe us, listen, they have gotten a lot of star reviews. They have more than 7,000 five star reviews for this product. They've been on the Today Show, Women's Health, Elle Magazine, Good Morning America, Pop Sugar, um, Hello Giggles, and many, many more. People love
2: this product product. Hello Giggles. You can also try it with no risk at all. If you subscribe, A, you don't have to go to the store because they'll deliver it to your house. Hello. You save $2 per stick. Native will be conveniently delivered to your door every one, two, three, or four months. You never run out. Yes, and listen, you can subscribe
0: and save 17%. Save two dollars per stick and have native conveniently delivered to your door every one, two, three, or four months. All you have to do is
2: use the pro- use the promo code this. Read this. So you're going to use um, the co- promo code read this, you're gonna get 20% <laughs> off your first purchase. You go to native nativedeodorant.com. That's native com slash read this, R-E-I-D this. Use the promo code read this and you're in there. And listen, no risk to try it. They offer free returns and
0: exchanges in the U.S. And get the lavender and rose. That's the one that I wear. Stay stay
2: dry and smell good. And fresh. And hey. clean.
0: Okay, hey, everybody. We are welcoming back one of our favorite guests from when we first started Read This, Read That, Joy. Anne. remember when Rolanda Watts stopped by the studio and came and visited us and talked about doing her stand up comedy, her voice acting work. I think that's what you call it. Um, and she and she had her new novel at the time. Very busy yeah. woman. But she is back in the studio to talk to us now. The one and only yeah. Rolanda Watt.
3: I love you guys. <laughs> I love you guys so much. You know, there is, I can't wait for the impeachment theater.
0: Uh, oh, I know, oh. this weekend, right? It's
3: gonna be gr- amazing, amazing. But Mommy. Have you been watching it, Rolanda? You no, know, you know what, I try not to because it upsets me so much, this whole thing.
0: You've been watching Judge Mathis? Or...
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, I. You know, I, I, I'm not a big political follower. Yeah. But I am so happy that this impeachment is going through because I agree. Yeah. it's it's a joy. I agree with you, a hundred thousand percent that it has to send some kind of message. I'm disappointed that it doesn't mean he goes away either, but, yeah, not necessarily, but it does send a message, and we have to feel that we have some kind of power,
0: yeah. it feels anticlimactic absolutely- for him not to to be impeached and just and not be like, Escort like security shows up in the Oval Office, and they're like, you know, <laughs> with a box. Yeah, with a box. Put what you can in this, and then you Walk gotta go. <laughs> right, I, but I yeah. do think it's getting to him.
3: I mean, I I think he's it really is. losing it over this. He's he's a hundred percent. Yeah, I've I, th- he's just taken a whole new height of craziness.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess I don't know, I don't know. He just he just always seems crazy to me. I mean. I don't know what evidence there is that he's more crazy now than he was, you know, five months ago. Yeah, he just oh, no, seems more agitated. Is, listen to
1: him. He can't stop talking about impeachment. He mentions it at every one of his rallies. He's obsessing over it. This is not a guy with any nuance or any ability to sort of cloak his feelings. He just tells you what he thinks. So whenever he goes out, he's whining and complaining about one thing, impeachment. He's complaining about it every single day. He's upset.
3: Well, and- I'm enjoying watching y'all break it down.
0: Yes, well, Joanne is always fun to watch when she and her panelists get together and get to talking about this. It is so much fun. So, Rolanda, you have moved. Last we met, when you you came on our show, when we started Read This, Read That, you were living in L.A., Mm -hmm. but now you have moved to New York.
3: I am moving to New York. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I still have to go back because I do have a lot of animation voice acting projects I have to do Yes, you do. But I just have missed New York. You yeah. know, I was here for 20 years before the 23 I spent in L.A. <laughs> and I just um, got to a point where I just really missed it. I'm an East Coast person. I'm far more of a New Yorker. Yeah. And being back has been a wonderful, wonderful move. I, I tell you, I walk down the street sometimes and I'll just burst into tears. Really? Because I'm, yeah, just like I'm home. You know, it's just the gritty New York just like that I've missed
0: somebody cussing you out, somebody's yeah, like, Fuck you. You're like, Oh, it's good to be I home. I know, it's like
3: thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you too. <laughs> see, because in LA when they say good morning, you know, see here fuck you means good morning. In <laughs> LA, good morning means fuck you. <laughs> you have to read subtitles there. Yeah but But it's but it's nice to be home, and the reality, and you know, because people go to L.A. to be somebody else, most of them. Yeah. But here, people are here to be themselves. Yeah. A lot
0: of people in New York aren't aren't big fans of L.A. Yeah. And L.A. people, it's like this rivalry going on between New York and L.A.
3: Yeah, I think so. They're two entirely different places. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you build different relationships, different friendships. They both have very good things about them. Let's not—I can't possibly totally bash L.A. Yeah. I mean, I was there for well, you were there for years a minute. and I did well and, you know, built, bust out a bunch of new careers. Yeah. But um, there's no place like home. And then being from North Carolina, I'm closer and I love the Atlantic Ocean. And so yeah. it's been yeah. like, and it's great for comedy. It's great for book writing. It's great for acting. So I hope to take the skills that I've learned in L.A. and bring them to New York and try something new. I'm sure you will. Well,
1: comedy
0: is Weather's still... better
1: in L.A. Gotta say, better in L.A.
0: The weather's Would you move to L.A., um, Joanne? Um, probably not, just because so much of,
1: you know, our family's all on the East Coast and I would want to be close by, but I would love to have a place out there if anybody wants to hit me with a couple million dollars. I'll <laughs> <get out. laughs> you can't beat the weather. You sure
3: can't.
0: Yeah. no, nope. It is nice out mm-hmm. there. So, Rolanda, wait, I have to ask you about this voice work, because you were recently on our television show, the show I do, um, New York Live, mm-hmm. and um, you we ran down everything that you do. How many animated characters do you voice? <laughs> Like there's like right now, like right as we speak. Yes, I'm
3: um, on Tyler Perry's very first animated show called Medea's Tough Love. I play Betsy Holiday, the evil mayor Betsy Holiday, who gets to fight with Medea the whole time. <laughs> um, I am um, I'm Professor Wiseman on Curious George. Yeah, I'm Mama Hitch on Cannon Busters, a new release on Netflix. We've got another one. Um, Let's see. Called uh, Army of the Frogs on Hulu. Am mm-hmm. on Legos. Madagascar's a new one with yeah. you know so with DreamWorks.
0: Yeah. Do you have like a a voice acting agent? Yep. Oh, Thank so you. So specifically for
3: that. Yeah. A- Abrams Artist Agency. Really. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then you know for many years I did uh, commercials and I also did um, announce like promos for Judge Joe Brown and yeah. and divorce court. Yeah. Game shows like
0: Temptation. Yeah. Many jobs. Many respect. Jobs, respect Rolanda. Many jobs. Respect, many Rolanda. jobs. Many jobs. I love you. that. Thank you. I tell
3: you if I had known about voice if I had known about the voice career what I know now, I that's all I would have been doing. Really? I love it that much. Really? It is an amazing amazing career. And then back before all the big celebrities got into it. And the, but when you had f- folks like LaFontaine, you know, the guy who's in a world. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And these people were you know, going from job to job to job in limos, making millions of dollars, never having to put on clothes.
0: More makeup. From home
3: or makeup. Or it makeup. It's just amazing. And,
0: you, and it's wow. fun. Yeah. Did you have a sound studio in your home so you could do voice work from home? Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> that sounds like a dream. Yeah, it, it does. It, but it's also the way that the the
3: technology has changed so much. Everybody has a chance to be a voice actor now. Yeah. And it's acting. It's not just the quality of your voice. Yeah. It's acting. And that's and I would say if you're interested in it, I'm a coach. I can help you, but also there, you know, take a workshop in your area because it's just an amazing career to be able to look at a picture and create a voice and mannerisms and I work with great people like Frank Weller who is not only um, Curious George, and you swear there's a monkey in that room when he's talking. <laughs> but he's also Scooby Doo, and another what? yes. And Curious George is Scooby Doo. What? The, and the guy who plays Chef Paschetti, on Curious is also Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, too. What? So I'm, working, yeah, I'm working with some greats in this This is business. shocking. Yeah. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> See, this Amazing. is the kind of stuff they should be talking about during the impeachment. Right. This <laughs> is interesting. Oh, come on. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but I tell you Melania what. Melania may want to call you. She's going to need a new career after uh, after Donald
0: Trump. Oh, Melania <laughs> Trump? <laughs> oh, 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 gosh. Oh, my God. She could do it's a gonna voice be... or two. Well, she could do just one voice. <laughs> Just well,
3: th- that might be just the one you need. <laughs> <laughs> one big one. There may be a lot of animation about the trumps after this.
0: I'm surprised, Perhaps. though, that, that you're saying that um, if you knew now, knew mm-hmm. then what you know now about voice acting, that you, this is what all you would have done. It's a
3: tremendous career. It really? gives you so much freedom. Yeah. And lots of residuals.
0: Oh. Mm, hello.
1: That's
3: good now she's move. talking my language.
0: <laughs> Our language, Joanne. Money.
1: For real? Well, let's talk about the coaching a little bit. Talk, yeah. talk a little bit about that aspect of what you're doing.
3: Well, I, I work with people one-on-one, and I'm so proud. One of my uh, students just got two auditions. I can't believe it. But we work together on understanding the business. I think a lot of times, um, what what like I said earlier, people think that the voice business is, oh, my mom always told me I had a great voice, yes. and I really want to do voiceover. And I love that because you're you know your voice. But Do you know how you sell your voice? Do you know how to market your voice? And I think it's also finding out all the different niches you can fit in, from promos to commercials to animation. I'm also the champion on League of Legends, a a champion named Ilaoi, and I'm really excited about being part of the gaming community. And League of Legends is the number one worldwide game. It makes like a billion dollars a day. That's good money. We don't make that. (laughs) I think we're working on that. But it is—it's exciting to be uh, worldwide and play different characters, and looking at how technology and the whole world is changing. Mm-hmm. That um, there's so many opportunities for voice actors now with the gaming, and, wow. and, and, and and you know, and all the virtual reality stuff that's coming in. Right. There's so many different opportunities. But
0: I would think with uh, you talk about technology, um, can't they change people's voices and create? Uh, you know, manipulate the sound of someone's voice um, with technology as opposed to having this person do this voice and this person do that voice? Is that... Is that a problem or something that people in we this synthesized consa- voices?
3: Yeah, I, th- I think you you know with a, a, like robots that will that yeah yeah there are going to be times when technology is going to take over our work, but for the most part, I don't think you can get what you can get with human touch mm. and to for and to be able to bring the emotion that yeah. we can now technology the way it is today. You see what robots we're even even having sex robots coming out. You right. know that is that's going to change the game, but um, at Wait, this what? point.
0: Sex robots? They're, yeah. Haven't you heard of that? No. Jackie, you know about that. Jackie,
3: you're going to keep, you're going to keep, marrying
0: you're going marrying to keep, you're
3: going to keep Julio in your closet and bring him out when now you I need him. Now, I know, them. I know about like go.
0: dolls that people have.
3: Yeah. Well, this doll's no going to move and but talk. But they're, what? Yes. To have yeah. sex with
1: people? Any way you want. Yeah. I'm
3: sorry. Call no. me naive.
0: I have not heard about this. Maybe I've been, I, I don't know. I've not you're heard too about busy this.
1: Watching chicken hugging videos.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been in church. That's where I've been. Read my Bible.
3: <laughs> no, nothing. but you, you need to go on. You there some. Go check them out.
0: Really? And
3: there and there's some robots that are so real it it's scary. And they do. They can't. They're starting to learn the inflections in your face. And, and
0: people are having sex with these
3: things. They're starting. Is they, yeah. Isn't start that? To, shouldn't
0: that be against some kind of? Regulation? All I, I know is I
3: own a chicken.
1: You know, you know that you're on uh, the wrong path.
3: They say it's exotic when you use a feather.
0: Let's see, mm-hmm. they say it's
3: kinky when you use the whole darn jigging. <laughs> 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 That's just
0: horrible, <laughs> horrible. We're so dark. how's how's comedy going? I love it. That's another fun thing. Yeah, um,
3: it's been going very well. Have had because uh, you were here. really
0: starting when we were talking with. I mean, you yeah. had done it for a bit.
3: Yeah, I've been going for about four years now. Okay, i do a lot of uh, been doing a lot of comedy out in Los Angeles at the Comedy Store, Flappers, Laugh Factory, uh, Comedy Union,
0: Caroline, and,
3: and then I've come out here to Caroline's a yeah. few times.
0: That's a big and, deal.
3: Yeah, it really is. And I got to do a really two really fun shows. One about it was called Yo Cannabis, and it's all about weed, and you know, and being able to talk openly about weed. Yes, as as you know, that's a big topic today. And also did a did a whole show about women of a certain funny women of a certain age. Yeah, and our whole topic was menopause.
0: Mm.
3: Now (laughs) that see that's laughing matter. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I say, menopause seems to be one of the last topics. What last of the taboo topics? Right. People don't talk about it.
0: Mm-mm. I mean, and I think you know, it I'm, makes men uncomfortable.
3: Never, oh, it makes everybody yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. Everybody. But yeah. it's but I t- and, you know, young people, they look at me and I say, I know you're squirming, and you see, you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> and they, and they go, <laughs> I say, let me give you an example. You may not have experienced it, but I bet you've seen it. I say, like you know, when you're at home and you call your mom, you go, "Ma," and she goes, "What the fuck do you want?" <laughs> <laughs> Menopause, honey. When your grandmother sees you for the holidays, she goes, Hey, baby. That bitch forgot your name. She forgot your name. We can't remember shit. Get that muffin top. Never ate a fucking muffin in my life. I got a muffin top. I mean, it's, it's talking about the change. But we laugh to keep from crying about this kind of stuff. It's
0: true. It's and, true.
3: And, you know, and even with the weed stuff, I say where, you know, I've, I've earned the right to be called Wonder Woman at this point because I wonder where the years went. <laughs> I wonder where my waist <laughs> went. <laughs> but and then I wonder where Leroy went because menopausal women need weed. Um, That's what my doctor in L.A. said. <laughs> well,
0: what was your doctor what? in New York saying? <laughs> That might be a
3: whole other thing. I know, but we were just talking about just how uh, men, just t- difficult things like where is Leroy and and you know Leroy's been replaced in California with Becky with the good hair. Yes, Leroy used mm-hmm. to be the 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 you know the dreadlock Leroy under the palm tree at every vacation <laughs> resort. Is <laughs> the guy on the yep. corner with a stash? Now Leroy's in prison. Yeah. While Becky yep. with a good hair is doing exactly what Leroy was doing. So I say, let's free Leroy. Yes. And so let, I start I talking agree. about stuff like that. And I get the whole audience saying, yeah. let's free Leroy. Yeah. But to talk yeah. about, you know, it, we're having fun and, and being daring, if we will. You know, California, it's an old topic. But, it you know, it gets other people really excited. Yeah. <laughs> but to talk about some, some real stuff, too, that's difficult to talk about. But with laughter and an audience slapping their knee. You can make some points.
0: You talk about dating, too. You're kind of online dating a little bit.
3: Yeah, that's only because I'm totally pissed about it. (laughs) What are you pissed about? It is the hardest thing in the world. What do you mean? You know, I come from a generation where I met people on earth, okay? (laughs) This whole thing of, you know, it it took, what happened to going at the bar, sauntering down? You know, it took me two weeks to figure out what real Romeo, ready for romance twenty 7s real name was. <laughs> right. And it's just, it's just hard to maneuver. But, but you know, I'm out there like everybody else. I've tried our time.
0: What's that? It's for
3: frisky folks over fifty. And still <laughs> sexy at sixty. <laughs> yes, young people, your mother's on tenza. She's so glad you're out of the house right now, so she's swiping left and right. Our time. <laughs> And they, you know why they call it our time? What? Because our time's almost up. <laughs> we trying to get as much as we can in while you can. Oh my get God! It while you can.
0: Get it, <laughs> get it. Mm. But have you actually been? Have you been on physical dates? Yeah. I, I, well,
3: I listen. Going out with the old guys. See, I don't really want anybody my age. <laughs> I told my friend, I'm trying new things in my middle age. You know, even this online dating. She said, new thing, middle age? She said, how many people you know 120? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I can't take it. But anyway, I went out with this guy. He told me he, he thought I was cute. He liked my teeth mostly. And I said, my teeth? He said, yeah, you actually have yours.
0: Oh, my. He admired that.
3: Well, if you're in a situation or you're at a time in your life when teeth are more important on a date than tits, <laughs>
0: wow. you know it has come to that. Oh, my God. It's, it's our time. That's our yeah. time. So you mm. say, so are you dating older or younger? I kind of like younger.
3: But, it, you know, it's deep that you're at an age where if I date somebody 58, I'm still a cougar. <laughs> Pathetic. Just puff. Pathetic. <laughs> I don't want to date anybody my age. They start. They start getting stomachs. Start looking like little kangaroos. <laughs> but no. But oh I. But I did go through. I did do the cougar thing. I really did.
0: Okay. And so and, you like that?
3: Well, you know, I no, not really. <laughs> I think I can go like as young as forty-five. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I did go younger, and it was it it was problematic. You know. Had to, wow. place, yeah. had to buy him a place had PlayStation. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I had blouses older than him.
0: It's like anytime yeah. you go out and somebody recognizes your voice from like some animated thing, like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Didn't I grow up on Didn't
0: you? Did I grow up on Professor
3: this. Wiseman? <laughs> I'm like, you wanna play doctor? <laughs> <laughs> come here, come here, you good little monkey. <laughs> Listen, oh I had God. an aud- you know I had an audition yesterday for an animation. For Disney, I was playing a fish. And they, mm. and they and they asked they were, they were like, come in. But I was like, you know, I forgot what I was trying to say. See, that's been a <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: That's been <minimal>.
3: a <laughs> Oh, God. No, but I they they said, we need you to sing a song. And I said, a song, and all I could think of was Big Spender. Or, oh, yeah. you know, hey, I hey, can belt. You know, or, or you know, one of those songs like Fever. But I didn't think that would be good for the kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't see a
2: fish singing that. Is not a fish yeah. singing that? <laughs> No. Should have done but, Baby Shark. <laughs> oh, God, that thing
3: drives me nuts. It, I can't stand it's that It's crazy. Though. I saw more Baby Sharks for Halloween. But, but no, it's, it's fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. dating is fun. You're out dating there. Dating is fun. It's,
3: it's, it's, you know what, I... It's cuffing season. <laughs> I'm about wow. to talk. I'm about to talk about this with a conscious dating lady. Yeah. On RolandaOnDemand.com, my podcast. But it is cuffing season, and they're saying that Chicago is like the number one city for cuffing. And if, for those of you really? don't know what cuffing is, it's like finding your little temporary lover while it's for cold. the winter, it's just yes. for the winter.
1: And then, oh like, the God. day after um,
3: Valentine's Day, you dump them. Then, that you know, before Valentine's Day, they'll dump you because they don't want to pay for another meal. <laughs> oh, my God. Fair. <laughs>
0: Fair. Oh. That's just wrong. Oh, my God. That's so we I'm not we, giving up, though. So, you have this podcast. I have this podcast. Tell us about it.
3: Well, you know what? I've been doing podcasts for, uh, you know, long before people were doing podcasts. Really? I was on Blog Talk Radio, and I would right. talk every Sunday for three hours. Yeah. I couldn't believe I would do it, but that's the I just, talk show host in you, that's girl. That's the talk show host in me, and I had a ball. And then CBS picked me up, and then they, then I wrote my book, and I went on to, to do the the tour. And then when I got back, they had reorganized their their podcast uh, group. They were doing more like well, this is another thing for voiceover work too podcasts are turning into live shows like like yeah. plays and things. they now. are so the yeah. voice actor has a wonderful opportunity there yeah. also but that's what cbs was doing more at that time then um i'm on now i'm on c-suite network uh which is a business oriented network and i just you know i talk about everything i talked to jack canfield about branding talked to judge joe mathis and and judge uh, lynn toller judge lynn talked with me about how divorce court saved her marriage Her marriage was on the rocks, and what she learned from the people in her divorce court is what helped save her marriage.
0: What did she learn? Wow. Isn't that something? What did she learn? What she learned not to do? Uh Uh-huh. A lot of
3: what not to do. Mm. And a lot of um, realizing that we bring to the table our experiences and who we grew up as in families and the dynamics that we bring to the table. Very good, deep, honest, revealing conversation. I was very proud of Lynn to share that with us. Uh, Greg Mathis talks about prison reform. Talked to Della Reese and Maya Angelou, some of their last interviews. Oh. I talked to Carol Burnett about the art of comedy. That Did was one of my favorite really? interviews, to be able to talk with her. And she and Lucille Ball were best of friends. In fact, Lucy was like her big sister. And she used to all, you know, Lucille Ball would look at Carol Burnett and say, Come here, kid, let me tell you how I got an S on the end of my last name. <laughs> <laughs> Being the first woman to own a studio, she did have balls. But um just some really <laughs> revealing, good interviews. And of course, there's fun cooking. I would love for you guys to come on the show. You can even come and talk about vegan oxtails that course. I gotta hear about. Yes, that I just hear in about. time for the
0: holidays. Yes, and impeachment
3: and an impeachment theater would be fun to talk about too. So hey.
0: yeah, we talk about a little bit of everything. Listen, but and even
3: the business of menopause. I talked about that too.
0: There's a business of menopause? The or funny
3: like- the funny business of menopause. You know, there's a, a lady who did this show um that we did funny women of a certain age, and her name is Rochelle Weitzner, and I interviewed her also she came up with a brand she reinvented herself coming up with a brand new business in a flash literally a flash <laughs> and came up with this this these products uh, for flashes and for smoothing collagen in our skin as our skin you know thins and um, and collagen re- refreshing, uh, what do you call it, lotion and things? A mask? Yeah. Actually, it's uh, lotion. Oh, like, okay. They, and it restores the collagen cells. And I'm sure she could tell you better and you could tune into my podcast. But women are are making a difference and addressing things that we that nobody's addressing for us. Uh, she's really taking the spearhead and coming out with products and, and putting a show with a bunch of comedians to talk about it as well. So that yeah. was a lot of fun.
0: You should have your... Uh Esthetician, your skin is beautiful. Thank you so much. It really
3: much. is. I have just good genes. I want to know genes. everything you're using. Are you <laughs> using
0: ponds? What's happening? Girl, no. I
3: just, <laughs> no, I, I do peel. You know, I do put a little retina on there. Yeah. Keep it together. But just drink a lot of water yeah. and put some lotion on it and get some rest. <laughs> That's, That's simple. About it. That's, That's about simple.
0: It. Yeah. Well, you look amazing. Thank you, honey. It's so Thank good you. to have you here.
3: Thank you. I it, hope you guys are, is it, is it a holiday time?
0: Not yet. It's Not coming yet. close. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Not for yes. us. Okay. We don't take it until the very last minute.
3: Okay. Well, they're starting to run Christmas Mail, my movie. So oh, that's tune right. In on Ion TV. Yes. Christmas oh. Mail and Second Chance Christmas. I play the grandmother to the to the little boy who's on Power, who's so bad. <laughs> oh my God. I hate that kid. <laughs> oh, he's so bad, but he is one of the best actors out here. I oh. worked with that kid. He can emote like that. Yeah, he was crying and sweet in the Christmas movie. Now, really, and he's going around shooting people.
0: Oh, he's a mess. He's a oh mess. Are you Are you working on turning your um your novel into, some, into something into something television? Yes, yeah.
3: um, working on the on the voice on the audio book, um, and yeah, and working on the screenplay as well. I think it'd be a great movie. I think so too. And it's, and it's something I really, really want to do is get that screenplay done. And I feel the same way I felt when I really, really wanted to write a novel. So uh, it'll yeah. come, and it'll be a learning curve. It'll be something else to learn.
0: I love it. Well, thank you for stopping in and That's talking so to cool. us, Rolanda. We love you so I much. Love you
3: guys so much too, and thank you so much. It's such a joy to be around such brilliant
1: and beautiful women.
0: Well, thank Aww. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means you can come back anytime. Now that you're in New York <laughs> yeah. again. Uh,
1: yeah, come back when I'm actually in New York, so I can get a hug. Yes, Absolutely.
0: and she brought and gifts a, for a, us. Yeah, I got. She brought gift like gifts for us. She brought gifts oh. for us, Joanne. Oh. I'm just oh going to take goodness. yours.
3: Yeah, yours will be on your you desk. Take
0: it <laughs> no, it'll be on your desk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll just say, I just appreciate it. Well, I guess we got to get out of here because they're kicking us out of the studio early. The clock is ticking. Oh. Yep. I can't even clock finish my ticking. wine. I might have to take it to the head.
1: You'll have to just put it
0: back. Just throw <laughs> it back. That's true. Help you sleep tonight. I might. Well, that does it for this edition of Read This, Read That. Joanne, you can – wait. You can catch my cousin Joanne on AM Joy this weekend – From 10 a.m. I'm I'm all over the place. From 10 a.m. until noon, and she'll be having Impeachment Theater.
1: Impeachment Theater. You can, of course, catch the lovely Jackie Reed all over the place. He has like 14 jobs. (laughs) A million million jobs. jobs. Indeed. Just follow my social media. Live, 11 (laughs) a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, And then you can also catch her on The Hub today, an hour later, in Boston, if that's where you live. Yeah. You can also catch Jackie Reed. um, For how much longer, Jackie, on... Tom Joyner Morning Show. Not much longer. Uh,
0: Not yeah. much longer. Not I'll much longer. December is can. it, and Tom will retire, and that show will be no more. And Ricky Smiley uh, will move into the studio.
1: Catch this, sister, while you can, and read this. Well, no, inside her story, which yeah. is what you can catch out there. There's also an inside. Her story podcast. There is that you can listen to Sundays on SiriusXM, which you can catch more great stories of African American women. Uh, I believe that at two p.m. I'm remembering all of this stuff because you. I know I, I,
0: was, I was I was I was blown away that you're remembering all this. Yeah, the inside her story on Sirius uh, on Progress, Sirius Progress is uh, two p.m. on Saturday and eleven a.m. on Sunday.
1: There you go, two p.m. and eleven a.m. So two p.m. Saturday, eleven a.m. Sunday, and of course on Vegan Sexy Cool where Jackie Reed will teach you the proper way to hug a chicken.
0: Yes, because chickens need love, too. (laughs)
1: They do. And fish, too, as well. They all hug. Yes, they all
0: hug. I'm sending you the fish video shortly. Well, travel safe. Wait, tell us about the interview that you you did um, today. Can you talk about that?
1: Well, we... Unfortunately, we we're not able to do the interview. Oh. We had a little bit of a snap boost. So you're just going to have to enjoy Impeachment Theater with just me and not De Niro. We weren't able to keep having him on every week, although I would if he wants to come back. I know. That uh, was great
0: seeing him on him. your show this weekend. That was a good get. Love him. Love him So too. much. I know. I got to go see the Irishman now. All right. We got to get out of the studio. Yeah. Thank you, Rolanda right. Watts.
3: You're welcome. Bye, Thank Amanda. you. See you. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>